I'm Nicolette, and today Brian and I are here with Anne Rosenberg. She is Senior Vice President for UN Partnerships at SAP, and she's going to talk to us today a little bit about sustainability and, um, you know, some work she's doing uh, during this global, global crisis. So thank you so much for joining us today, Anne. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I'm actually right now in Copenhagen. I normally live um, in New York, uh, but for two and a half weeks ago, my husband and I, we decided to go to Copenhagen and stay here uh, and work and work virtually like everybody's doing. I, uh, but I'm doing great. And uh, actually Denmark have announced that they are opening up a little bit tomorrow. So we are very excited to see how this will go, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so can, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your journey to the work that you're, you're doing now? Yeah, so um, I worked for SAP for 20 years and uh, doing my work at SAP uh, for the last couple of years uh, where I've been living in New York, um, I've been working very closely together with UN. Uh, I built up a big innovation space at Hudson Yards, uh, which from day one off is dedicated with innovation with purpose. Uh, and you can say that the fact that you have UN in New York is really the gravity for huge innovation conversations. And you can say now with COVID um, purpose and the SDGs have now been, been more important than it is now. It is kind of interesting. We went to the worst beginning of the year where we spoke a lot about climate, um, but not that much about health. And then a couple of weeks after, not even one, two weeks after, uh, COVID that already had started uh, really began to spread into the entire world and, and a couple of, you know, three, four feet, weeks afterwards, um, we are now already in, in isolations around the world and are working with a whole new way of uh, cooperation across governments, businesses, civil society, startups, investors, the whole world have changed. Um, and but what we can say is that purpose has become the most most central thing for all of us, mm -hmm. uh, and this is also the opportunity we have now when we go out on the other side. Um, and I like to speak about the four phases. Uh, uh, when we look at COVID, we have the phase where we know uh, uh, COVID is coming, uh, and then we have the phase where it is spreading. And then we have the contain, and then we have the reopening phase. And, and, and when we look around the world right now, uh, we see that in APJ, uh, they're already uh, beginning to open up. They, of course, are the phase where they open and close, open and close. And then there's other places around the world where you see that the spreading is, is going on right now. But it is a, it's interesting to see how we can learn from different cooperation, different countries, and this big, big cooperation that we see more than ever orchestrated by UN really uniting uh, the fight against COVID. So I think that what we can learn from COVID, uh, there are many things to be learned, but there's one thing we can learn from COVID is that if we haven't put the SDG as the core of our business, this is now we make sure we put the SDG as our core, as our business. So when we come out on the other side of COVID, you will see that companies, will be responsible businesses, will be sustainable businesses. Uh, we as citizens of the world will be responsible, sustainable citizens of the world, the same, same thing with government. Uh, even though it's a tough time we are facing, everybody is facing it right now because we are 
everybody's working differently. Um, we have a whole uh, situation around how we we get together, you know, we, we go to, we get together via Zoom, we have yeah, virtual dinners, uh, virtual get-togethers. Um, but, but there's one thing that we, we all are learning, of course, in a very difficult way, is that what it means to be together and what it means to be together, even though you physically cannot be together. And this is the, the, what we all are, are trying now to live in this isolation. So how do you live in isolation? But at the same time, you make sure that you are very strong in touch uh, with other people. And that's why I uh, have launched last week uh, at SAP, the SAP Purpose Network Live platform, which is a platform where we together with the huge Purpose Network that we have at SAP around the world. SAP is one of the biggest software companies in the world and we have a huge ecosystem that go out to more than 180 countries around the world. Uh, we cover 25 industries, uh, more than 400,000 companies run SAP. So there's a big, big ecosystem out there. Um, and together with partners like UN, um, uh, purpose partners around the world, uh, academia, startups, investors, uh, the um, corporations, we have launched a platform where we uh, every single day have conversations. And the conversation goes across uh, responsible businesses, uh, everyday heroes, um, health and well-being. Um, it goes across um, the whole thing about, uh, when you think about health and well-being, how do we make sure that we stay healthy and we stay okay, even though it's a tough time? Um, this is also where we uh, very much link up to many of the campaigns that UN is driving. UN are driving a campaign which is called be active and this is really where UN are calling uh, all the people of the world and say even though we need to live in isolation we need to make sure if it's permitted uh, to get outside take a walk go for a run if you can't go out because there's also countries where you are not allowed to go out then do it inside and make sure that that you stay active also when you think about uh, meditation and make sure that that you feel okay even though it's a very tough time um, we also, uh, when we speak about responsible businesses, this is a theme where we have great companies coming in and talking about what are they doing. Uh, we see companies, uh, of course, take care of their employees, take care of their communities. Uh, they make sure that whatever industry they're in, that the production lines are running, but they're also changing their production lines. So for example, they can create sanitizers, they can create masks, they can go in and be test labbed. Um, so we see how companies really are stepping up as responsible businesses and also go in and provide uh, funding into foundations to raise money for this fight we have up against uh, COVID. The everyday heroes is really around uh, the heroes of today where you see, you know, people fighting COVID at the front line, doctors, nurses, people at the supermarket. Uh, you, we see startups, we see corporations we've never seen before coming together with solution uh, to, to fight COVID. And then we also have the whole topic about uh, work from home because we all work from home now. And, and how do we do this? Uh, because it's both uh, you and your, your husband or uh, your, the family members and, and your children are studying from home. And how do you do this in a way that it works for everybody? And not to forget, it actually becomes a lifestyle. It, 
it, and, and then I think we, we, the more you think about this, I think we all need to understand that even though we go through these four phases that COVID is coming, it's spreading, containing, and reopening, there will, and we can see it already in APJ, there is a phase where you open and reopen and open that, that the homes, your home suddenly become not just a home, it really become your, your space where you, you, your safety zone, the safety zone for the family, but also a place where you, you, you it can become an extension of your workplace and it become an extension of your children's um, play space and, and school. And, and so you can say there's a whole new lifestyle and then I think what we also see with Kobe is that people suddenly, everything has stopped up and it's equal for everybody. So suddenly we begin to understand what is the real value for me? What, what is the most important thing for me in my life? And I think that also reflect into to people's lifestyle. Um, then uh, we have one more theme of the platform and what is very important to talk about. And I, and I think it, it probably depends on where you are in the world, how ready you are for that conversation. But that is actually um, the world after COVID-19. Um, because if we, if we look at some of the SDGs, for example, climate or the ocean, there's already been a positive impact on different SDGs uh, because we, because we, we, there's so many things we certainly can't do. So some of the bad habits that, that companies had or we have as, 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 as of the world, um, we can't do. And, and that means that they actually have a positive impact. And we need to make sure where we now create the new world. And I will call it the new world after COVID-19, that that world become a 100% sustainable world uh, where we implement the right way when we deal with the climate, with the ocean, uh, with you know gender equality, any of the 17 global goals, partnerships. We see partnerships, collaborations that we have never seen before because people are fighting the same fight, the fight to war against COVID. Just to, to uh, just to talk about that for a second, are there any partnerships that have surprised you? that you've seen recently that are really, um, you know, kind of mind blowing? I, I, I don't think there's anything that has surprised me. I uh, probably also because I've for some years now have been working closely with UN. I've been working closely with really matchmaking public private partnerships uh, between governments, between um, corporations and the industry. Uh, and UN and uh, academia and so so I so I know that the the best work you can do is really public private partnerships. Mm -hmm. I think what has surprised me is the acceleration and the scale of it, and I think this is the absolutely value that we see now. Uh, people is is always like it's, it's like a system sh shift that we are seeing. When you go from one system where, where you can say we went from a system where many were more or less, we were, we selected really who we collaborated with, or we were very uh, restricted about who we collaborated, or we were very much about competition. And, you know, we came from a culture where it was mainly about what could we do as, as an organization. Uh, but where, but right now we, we have the same fight. It's, it's the same thing that we are fighting. Um, and that's why it's very 
interesting to see the acceleration uh, and, and what I really like to see, I, I, that, that I see a lot, is that uh, the voice of the startup, the accelerators, uh, the use that is bringing in ideations into corporations and to government, and this corporation, if you look at UN, um, there was a big hack going on over Easter here. Uh, you also have uh, uh, reboots within the health system, uh, reboots, uh, um, in many, many different kind of areas. You also see UN how they called out the whole creative world to come in with ideation. So there's a lot of call out to the world to come in with ideas. And that collaborations has been, I wouldn't say surprised because it is expected and it should be like this, but it has been incredible to see how we work together. Um, and, and, and that is something that I, I we must, we must keep when we go into the new world. So all the good things that we have seen, like work together, uh, you know, we are, we are all in it together uh, because we're all impacted by this year equally around the world, how we stay by, stay by each other. And then the way you and literally just orchestrating the world right now, this, this is what we will see going forward as the new norm. So it's it's basically it's actually everyone and we've you know we've all been talking about global citizens right forever. This is actually the antithesis of it. We're we're coming to that point where we have to be global citizens, right? Yeah. You know, and and you know it's it's interesting. Now you talked a little bit about innovation too, right? And I know you 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 talk a lot about um, you know science fiction and innovation. Like I've seen some yeah. of your so do you have you seen anything in that aspect also like really some really unique things coming out because i don't know if i i mean i'm a science fiction buff too and i don't know if i've seen anything really on you know pan epidemic you know to, like you know results coming out of that but do you see any really cool innovation that we've read about in science fiction that we're seeing now come to light because of what's going on with covid i mean it it's very interesting science fiction because it's uh, and it's also a bit scary because there has been uh, there has been movie that has shown what is something like this happen right um, and um, and but but I think uh, what you see right now with with mobile apps how uh, it's possible to track where people have been mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a great invention. Um, uh, you see already now the whole, uh, all the work that is done within a more simple way, uh, so we all can be tested. I'm, um, I look very much forward because I, I think when we can get to the point where there's a simple way we all can be tested, uh, this will really be, I mean, helping the entire world in, in an incredible way. And so I think that there are definitely some things that we are seeing and that will be coming. That would be something that before COVID, we will never have, that would have been a totally science fiction scenario, right? Uh, and I mean, not even think this is, this is, this is, you know, really from a science fiction movie, so anybody came and suggested that. Um, so, so I think that, uh, and I know I think if, if you talk to science fiction, if anybody has said before COVID uh, that uh, if you look at the you people, how people use Zoom and other, platforms to communicate. I mean, this whole vision, which is not a good vision, but but it's the reality now that everybody is really not, I mean, everybody's communicating via some kind of digital platform now, or 
um, I was just, uh, uh, we were just having a conversation uh, with the team about Easter and how mm. they had their Easter uh, uh, get together via a, a Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if, you have, if you have told people that before COVID, that would have been a little bit of a science fiction, you know, have you seen that in science fiction movie? People know it would be possible, but, but will we actually do it, right? And um, so, so I think that um, normally when, you know, I, I wrote a science fiction book and I'm very much about science fiction and, and, and I've always been like, you know, what you see in a science fiction movie uh, is helping you to, to predict new ideas and innovation. Mm -hmm. I, I think what we are seeing now is that it, it's, it's some of the innovation that is coming you can probably go back and track that and see that in some of the science fiction movies that has been created around mm -hmm. the situation that we live in right now, even though nobody ever thought this would happen. Uh, so definitely it is accelerating innovation. Um, also the way, you know, how you, 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 you create sanitation and masks. And uh, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of discussion going on around the mask now and how, if you look into the whole fashion industry, how masks is going to be integrated into clothing and, yeah. and all of these things. I mean, before COVID, you would have thought, no, it's, that doesn't make sense. Um, but, but we also know if you go back in time, um, there has been uh, pandemic, pandemic situations like we have now where where um, the Spanish flu and so on, where, uh, you, you know, where similar things happen, right? Yeah, so. Um, do, you, do you think, do you think, I mean, you talked about mobile apps a little bit, like in, in changing and connecting us. Do you think eventually there'll be like, you know, home testing for things like this instead of everyone having to run out and get tested where maybe it'll be through I, home testing and, you know, mobile devices I, and things like that where you just get the kit? And maybe test yourself, or I, I, I hope so because you, you can say um, it was interesting when my husband and I we, we went to Copenhagen because we were of course contained for two weeks, right? Um, and um, you can say you are you are responsible for that you don't uh, bring COVID with you and and infect others, right? And the only way you can be sure about this is by testing yourself. So you, and of course, this is a science fiction thinking before COVID, but now it would make totally sense if you tested yourself, right? That you make sure before you go out that you test yourself, am I okay? Can I actually go out, right? Uh, or am I actually bringing danger to other people, right? Um, which is a totally science fiction thinking if it was not because we live it in right now. And I think there are many things, uh, uh, even for example, here in Copenhagen, there are a few shops where it's open and there's this whole thing that, you know, you need to have a distance. Mm. And, and again, before COVID, you, you see this long, long line of people, but people are definitely standing. I mean, there's just thing, and, and this is the good thing about, about humankind is that we, we adapt, right? We adapt really fast. Uh, and um, and and therefore, um, when I, I I will say I know there are some science fiction movies back in time. There's also one on Netflix right now. I decided not to watch it because I 
it became too, it became a little bit too much real, right? Um, but but that is what I always say. That is what the science fiction movies, science fiction book that I, I wrote is about. Is that there's a lot to be said about science fiction thinking and many of the science fiction movies that have been created over time. That it is predicting um, futures and it it it, it, it gives you a great learning. Uh, yeah, but but the, but the, I would say we are living in a very scary situation right now from a science fiction perspective. So I would say all the the evolution of technology is interesting to watch right now. What's being created? Yeah. So I know we touched on this a little bit. The um, you know the new normal and the after COVID, right? Um, so what do you think are some of the positive? Um, the positive things that we can extract from this experience, you know, as businesses, you know, what can companies really take away from this whole experience after when, when this is all over? I, I think, so I've been working with the 17 Global Goals in, uh, for, for the last five years and, um, and have seen that people have been like, um, some companies have said, you know, this is the core of our business. This is how we define and run our business. And then you have had companies that said, this is like an add-on, but it's not really core of what we're doing. And that's also the reason why beginning of the year, together with UN Global Compact uh, and Lisa Kinkle, CEO for UN Global Compact, we launched the SDG Ambition. And the SDG ambition is uh, a number of ambition. One of them is already well known. This is the 1.5 on climate. But this is ambitions, uh, and we will have the whole framework out in June. Uh, this is ambitions that uh, help companies really to go in and redefine you know, their mission, vision strategy, how they measure the value of their company, uh, how they run the entire uh, operation of the company for supply chains to go to markets, uh, how they um, talk about their company. And so it's really, it's like, the, it's like fundamental how you run a business. So the SD ambition uh, uh, go across all the 17 global goals. And uh, together with that framework behind that, it's really to help companies to go in and, and, and redefine their businesses so they become 100% sustainable. And so when we launched that end of last year at the General Assembly and then beginning of the year uh, at Davos together with the Secretary General, um, it was a, of course a big wish that companies, all companies around the world will take this and really accelerate and implement and the SDG become called the, called the way they run uh, businesses. Um, with Kobe, um, and two of the ambitions are actually linked to uh, Kobe, I don't think anybody will doubt now that when we come on the other side of Kobe, that it's not a nice add-on anymore. It is the fundamental of how you run a business. You will be a responsible business, you will be a sustainable business, and it will be all businesses. It will be all businesses, it will be all startups, it will be every single company in the world. Um, so, I, so I think this is, this is a, an, an acceleration 
that we are getting uh, because of COVID. Uh, because there's no doubt about it, if you watch companies are out there in the world today, the companies who are fundamental strongest right now uh, is companies that have been really well uh, orchestrated around the SDGs. Um, so there's a lot of learning. Uh, it's a tough learning for sure, um, but but it's very clear that companies who are member of your global compact have been strong in SDGs for a long time, are the companies that are doing really really well now, uh, and that is shown and that will show all other companies that SDGs and purpose and sustainable business responsive businesses is the core of how you run a business as of today. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Were you going to say something, Brian? Oh, no, no. I thought I heard you. So, you know, obviously sustainability, we, we've been talking about this. This is a heavy topic for you. Um, you know, what is it that those companies should really be asking themselves when it comes to redefining their, you know, their strategy? When, you know, how, how do they achieve those sustainability goals? What are some of the things they should really be thinking about? So, so, so it, it actually... Companies are used to go through digital transformations where they look at their business model, uh, they look at um, you know, how they want to run their fundamental, their business processes, their supply chains, uh, uh, how they want to go to market, how they want to be received in the market, they're the whole strategy of the company. And this is where companies for years have been working with uh, technology and running digital transformation and they have been working with optimizations and efficiency and now with the SDGs and the SDG ambitions and the 10 principles uh, from your global compact you really will go in and you will uh, put that in front of your digital transformation because the the technology is there and and that's the that's the great thing about technology and this is also why we see today with COVID, how technology really are going in and, and are helping wherever it can help. Because today we live in a time where there's really no limitation with what technology can do for us. Uh, the question is, we need to understand what it is we want to do. Um, and this is where we need um, uh, the C-level of companies, the different line of businesses of companies, um, people within companies in general, uh, and also in startup for that sake, to really take that responsibility. So when you, when you define a go-to-market, or when you define a business process, or when you uh, define what the core value of your company is, you need to put the SDG in uh, as the first thing to think about. So you shouldn't produce a product which is not sustainable. Um, uh, so, and, and you need to make sure there's an end-to-end -end story. So, so what you talk about in your advertisement is also what you actually deliver. Um, so, so, so if, and, 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 and it does not only go into companies, it also goes into us as in our private life. We need to live and be responsible, uh, you know, when we, when we do our cooking or when we do our shopping or what we do. We need to make sure that we as individual consumers, we are sustainable, we are responsible because we as consumer, if we get responsible and sustainable the way we live, our buying pattern will change. And, and so, so you can say it's all interconnected the whole way around. So do you think, do you think AI is gonna help us a lot with sustainability? 
<laughs> this is just, okay. This is so funny you guys bring this up because uh, we had um, Sophia the robot. Uh, she was uh, for three weeks ago, actually three weeks ago, we had uh, an event at Hudson Yard. It was our last, no, it's four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, we had an event at Hudson Yard with mm -hmm. Sophia the robot who visited us. Um, and um, we had a conversation about uh, AI and uh, we actually announced at the SAP Purpose Network Live platform a series about uh, uh, the world after COVID-19 from an AI perspective. And we launched last week and we run every third Thursday with that conversation. And we had the same people in uh, to have that conversation. Sophia was dialing in from Hong Kong. And it was a whole other conversation that we had in we had uh, when we met in New York, mm -hmm. because you, you can say, I, I don't doubt that everybody right now would love to have a Sophia who could do grocery shopping <laughs> or a Sophia who could, you know, uh, all the loneliness that because of the isolation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the role of AI, I mean, it's totally shifting now. There's so many things we would love AI could help us to do right now because we can't you know, we need to keep distance, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, so there are many of those conversations we had around AI before COVID that have totally shifted now uh, because we live through this COVID right now. And that's why we did, we have done a series every Thursday, we will, we have a conversation about this uh, AI um, and COVID and how the world look with a, look on AI after COVID-19. Very cool. My, my daughters use it to cheat on their homework since they've been homeschooling a little bit. <laughs> so, Anne, can you, um, you know, is there anything that we're, we're missing when it comes to sustainability and, and you know, the globe? And that, that's one thing I would like to mention that, that, I've, that I think a lot about right now, and that is, again, back to these four phases that, uh, you know, because when you sit and you look at all the data around the world and, and you see how, uh, you know, the phase where, where COVID is coming and spreading and contain and reopening, uh, it, you could say the challenge, but also the opportunities that cooperation has is that there will be in markets where uh, they are, uh, where, where they right now uh, are, are having the situation where uh, COVID is spreading. There will be in countries where uh, COVID is uh, being contained and, uh, and places where it's reopened. So you can say companies, uh, one thing is that they become very sustainable, but they also need to navigate a landscape now where they need to have different strategies depending if they're global companies, what countries they are in. Um, I also think that a lot about these days about the responsibility uh, uh, that we all have in sharing because you can say uh, if you are in APJ now and, and you are in the more areas where you're looking into reopening, opening, um, getting that knowledge about how you work with that going into uh, places around the world where you right now are in a, a phase where 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 where, where where the spreading is going on and, and you're in the, in the containing phase, 
Um, and, and it's great to see how many companies are writing about it, how many consultant companies are writing, thought leaders are writing about this. And, and I, will, I, I really uh, would inspire everybody really to follow this because I think the most difficult things that is going on right now with Kobe is the very big uncertainty. Um, we don't know when there's an end into this. Uh, um, we go to these phases every single day, all of us. Uh, and uh, but but reading about um, that th that there are places around the world now that is already you know going into the reopening opening phase um, because it, it is also an opportunity where we can create a world uh, where with is a better world and a more sustainable world. And, in, it, and privately, I also think that, I think there's a lot of people that have been reflecting a lot about their own life and, 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 uh, and, and what they really care about. So, 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 so I think, I, I, think I, I know we all are very different and we go to many moods during the day. Uh, um, but, but, but I do think there's a lot, I, I, I recommend people to watch the world, not just watch the, all the bad news, but what I, I took a strategy when I launched the SAP Purpose Network Live to say, I want to focus on the positive things, the, the good things, the good news, the good learnings, even though it's a tough time, we don't know how long it will be, but, but let, let us focus on the, on the positive things. Um, because it is what it is, and, and, and we, we need to get through it. Uh, but let us build something that is great afterwards. And, and it will be different. And I think LP needs to understand it. It will be a different world. Uh, and, 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 and then we, we uh, but it's also an opportunity for a new beginning um, and, uh, and have this positive mindset around it uh, is my recommendation. Thank you for that, Anne. So thank you for joining us. Can you tell everybody where we can learn more about you and your work? Yeah, so first of all, I will invite everybody to uh, come and be part of SAP Purpose Network Live. Um, uh, you can listen in, you can also come in and you can speak on the platform, it's for everybody, uh, no matter where you are in the world. Uh, and. Um, you can, of course, uh, always just send me an email. Uh, uh, you can find me on nrosenberg.com um, or uh, you can write to me at sap, uh, n.rosenberg at sap.com. Uh, and, um, and, and, and then I would just say to everybody out there, I mean, we will get through this uh, uh, and, and try just to, you know, smile every single day and, and 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 the, and the, you can say, in the end, I think you are surrounded with your loved ones every single day at home. It is the most important thing of everything in the world, uh, and and that should make you strong every single day. And thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Bye.